This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. All right, thanks, Jess. Minor Detail Podcast for Thursday, February 11th. Welcome in to beautiful Studio D here in a very cold, icy SSC, South Sebastian County. Did not get the worst of what we're going to get yet. We're going to talk a lot about the weather today because there is, of course, the tragedy that went on down in Fort Worth earlier this morning. A 100-car pileup. At this moment, uh, they're saying five dead, many injured, some seriously. Uh, it was called a mass casualty event, and we will see exactly what all comes out of that. But you've probably seen... The video, I posted a few on our Facebook page. We tried to reach a friend of ours today who is a storm chaser. You may have seen his name being quoted in a lot of the stories. He was pretty much right there when it happened, and we've been unable to catch up with him. So hopefully uh, he is fine. He did say that if he hadn't stopped to kiss his daughter goodbye, he may have been right underneath that FedEx truck that you've seen in the videos. That's how close it was. Cutting it close. And again, we only wish for the best. For all of those who are trying to work to get everybody out of those trapped cars and everything there on I-35 in Fort Worth, we're going to talk a lot about the weather today because it is a really rough situation that we are facing, not only here in Arkansas, but in Oklahoma, especially in Oklahoma. Uh, We should not get the worst of this. Our friends in Oklahoma could get anywhere from 10 to 20 inches of snow by the time Monday is over. And then it looks like there's another system maybe towards the middle of next week. It just never seems to end. This has been absolutely an amazing stretch here. So we'll update you on the latest on that. Got some celebrity birthdays to pass along today. We'll do that. And on 10 After Laughter today, we have a great piece of comedy that ties in with one of our celebrity birthdays. I've got a couple of stories about our celebrity birthdays today. Interactions that I've had with uh, both of them including one interaction where I had the biggest foot-in-mouth encounter that I probably ever had in my life. And that happened with one of our celebs that has a birthday today. So I'll tell you about that today on the podcast. We're approaching Valentine's weekend, of course, and today we'll tell you what married women want for Valentine's Day. You might be surprised. I'll tell you about that today. So a lot to get to today on the podcast, and thanks for joining us. Got a programming note. This Saturday, we'll have another edition of The Spinning Class. It's a special Saturday podcast. We started it last Saturday, and you guys just loved it. It's basically vinyl, played off the turntable here in Studio D with some interesting stories I have about the vinyl. And since this is Valentine's weekend, we will have a special Valentine's-themed edition of The Spinning Class. We'll drop that probably around noon on Saturday. The entire Studio D staff, we're going to try to get to Big Cedar Lodge tomorrow and be there for Friday and Saturday. Weather looks like it'll hold out until we can get there and get back, so we're hoping to be able to pull that off. All right, let's get to the news of this accident this morning in Fort Worth. Crash happened around 6 a.m. Drivers were dealing with pockets of inclement weather across North Texas, including freezing rain. At least 75 to 100 vehicles involved in that massive pileup crash on Interstate 35 in Fort Worth. That included several 18-wheelers, at least five people confirmed dead. Total number of injuries remains unknown at this time. number of people remained trapped hours after the crash happened. 
patients were still emerging from vehicles at the crash scene as uh, late as 8.30 this morning. An estimated 36 people needed medical transport, several people in critical condition. Fire department officials said during a news conference around noon today that they're going vehicle by vehicle to check for anyone still trapped, but had done a first pass and had extricated everyone they could see and get to so far. First responders said there's still some cars wedged underneath other vehicles, causing some of the uncertainty around how many casualties there are. number of vehicles, however, that were heavily damaged have not yet cleared all vehicles. So it will take time. They think that it could be all the way till the end of today before they can clear that portion of I-35. They believe there could be victims trapped, hypothermia, as well as trauma remains a concern as first responders work to reach them. Just a terrible, terrible tragedy uh, today on I-35. And it just goes to show you, it's just takes one instant when the weather gets like this and the black ice is there and you don't know what's going on and one vehicle skids and you probably seen the video. I posted the video of the FedEx truck that was just helpless and slid into a group of vehicles and then other vehicles piled into that FedEx truck. Just a terrible situation. Which brings us to what we are going to experience here in Arkansas and Oklahoma over the weekend. Now, I posted a couple of maps on our Facebook page. If you want to go to a Minor Detail Podcast Facebook page, there is um, a couple of things that I posted there. The storm is going to come this weekend in two different storms. First one should come through tomorrow night, Friday night, into Saturday, and the second will be Sunday into Monday. Now, the first to come through Oklahoma will dump about two to three inches in the northwest part of the state from Buffalo down to Kingfisher, almost to the Oklahoma City Metro. Oklahoma City Metro, probably one to two inches. Same with Tulsa in this first one. And then over in our area in eastern Oklahoma, and into western Arkansas, probably an inch or less for Friday night into Saturday. Now, the second has a much bigger punch. That one will dump anywhere from 10 to 18 inches in northwestern Oklahoma, all the way from Buffalo down to Taloga to Enid, all of that area. Oklahoma City Metro and Tulsa, probably 6 to 12 inches. From McAllister over to Poto, to the Arkansas line, four to eight inches. We could get here in western Arkansas anywhere from three to five to eight inches by the end of Monday. So that's what's going on with that. It's a major snow event, and you need to make plans. I'm telling you right now, get to the store. I went yesterday, and people were already starting to clean things out. So uh, you need to get to get what you need for the weekend and be prepared for this because, again, it could be a big snow event, not nearly as bad here in western Arkansas as it will be across the Oklahoma City Metro, Tulsa, and on up into northwest Oklahoma. So we uh, hope for the best out of this thing. All right, let's get on to some other things here. Every chance I get to play my pals from Bowling for Soup, I take advantage of it. Their great version of the Gilligan's Island theme right here. Today is the birthday of... Tina Louise. Of course, Ginger from Gilligan's Island. We just lost Don Wells not long ago. And so, happy birthday today to Tina Louise Ginger from Gilligan's Island. I got to interview her a few years back. One of the things I wanted to ask her about was this whole deal with the theme song. You know, the first season, the theme song listed the castaways as Gilligan, the skipper to the millionaire and his wife, 
the movie star, and the rest. Well, after that, theme song was changed to Gilligan, the skipper to the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, the professor, and Marianne. I asked Tina Louise about that in an interview, and she said her contract stated that she was to be the last person billed in the opening credits. Now, there was an interview a few years ago that Bob Denver, who played Gilligan, he did an interview along with Don Wells, and they did that with Katie Couric on the Today Show. And it was the first time that Don Wells learned the truth about how the theme song changed. He actually, in this interview, you'll hear, he tells Don Wells and Katie Couric that he was the one who used his clout to get that changed. And there was an actual surprise in the voice of Don Wells. First time she knew this. Check this out. Well, listen, we finished the first year, and I noticed everybody said to me, all the fans said, you can't, how can you leave him back there, you know, and all that. And I so went to CBS, and I said, you know, you got to bring him up front with the rest of us. And they said, no, they have contracts. That's, you know, read end credits. And I said, well, I have a contract that reads first billing. And they said, yes. And I said, that means I can go anywhere. They said, yes. And I said, I want to be in the back with the rest. Oh, did you do that? And they went, what? I said, yeah, I can say, you know, Gilligan at the last year says I can choose my billing. And they went, oh, she'll move them up. I didn't so, know. Yeah. Well, well, why not? You, you know, Bob. I mean, it was That's silly. so nice. Thank you for asking that question. It was question. so embarrassing to have them as the rest. So it was Bob Denver that got that all turned around. And if you don't know this, in the pilot episode of Gilligan's Island, Tina Louise, our birthday girl today, was not in the pilot. Ginger was played in that pilot episode by an actress named Kit Smythe. The only episode that she did. And if you remember in the uh, very first actual episode, not the pilot, but the very first actual episode, one called Two on a Raft, Ginger is singing in a club in Waikiki, after which she's seen boarding the tour boat, still wearing the evening gown from her performance. That's why she is wearing the same dress through the entire series. (laughs) She had nothing. The Howls, they had plenty. So there you go. Tina Louise, who, by the way, is the only surviving castaway. Everybody else on the show has passed, but Tina Louise today having a birthday, so happy birthday to her. This is also the birthday of former vice presidential candidate, former governor of Alaska, Sarah Palin, as a birthday today. Happy birthday uh, to her. And then I'll have another birthday at the end of the show and tell you about the biggest foot-in-mouth moment that I ever had with a celebrity. (laughs) I'll tell you about that coming up at the end. So with this being Sarah's birthday today, we thought we'd bring you this piece of comedy on 10 After Laughter from Saturday Night Live. You probably remember the great Tina Fey and Amy Poehler as Sarah Palin and Hillary Clinton here on 10 After Laughter. Good evening, my fellow Americans. I was so excited when I was told Senator Clinton and I would be addressing you tonight. And I was told I would be addressing you alone. Now, I know it must be a little bit strange for all of you to see the two of us together. What with me being John McCain's running mate and me being a fervent supporter of Senator Barack Obama. As evidenced by this button. (laughs) But tonight we are crossing party lines to address the now very ugly role that sexism is playing in the campaign. An issue which I am frankly surprised to hear people suddenly care about. (laughs) 
You know, Hillary and I don't agree on everything. Anything. I believe that diplomacy should be the cornerstone of any foreign policy. And I can see Russia from my house. That moment, especially that last line, went uh, on and on and on forever in people's minds. It's crazy. Some music history to get to here today. It was this day in 1989. The incredible Paula Abdul started a three-week run at number one with her very first record. We had no idea what her career would turn out to be. Incredible. Straight up was the first of three number ones that she had in 1989. It went to number one. This is also the day in 1992 that Vince Neal was fired by Motley Crue. This was a wild story. He turned up for rehearsals. He claimed he had lost his passion for the band and was now more involved with race cars. So he was fired. Later, of course, they patched everything up and everything uh, worked out for the best. And then, of course, the biggest thing that happened on this day in music history, hard to believe it's been nine years ago today that we lost the incredible Whitney Houston. This day in 2012... Whitney found dead in Suite 434 at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, submerged in the bathtub. Beverly Hills paramedics arrived approximately 3.30 that afternoon, found the singer unresponsive, performed CPR. She was pronounced dead about 25 minutes later. Local police said there were no obvious signs of criminal intent. It was later ruled by the coroner to have been an accidental drowning. Of course, so many questions still surround that death, but uh, the great Whitney Houston dying on this day in 2012. All right, I told you I had one other birthday to pass along today, and I had kind of a special story about this birthday today, about this lady today. Hit it. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. It is the pride of Kennett, Missouri, Cheryl Crow, having a birthday today. And it was 1994. I was doing the morning show at KISS FM in Jonesboro with my pal, James Murphy. And we got the word that we were going to go to Kennett, Missouri to present Cheryl Crow with the key to the city. Now, Cheryl was doing a show later that night at Mud Island Amphitheater in Memphis. By the way, the Rembrandts opened that show. That's right, the Rembrandts, the Friends theme Rembrandts, opened that show at Mud Island. So we go to Kennett to present the key to the city. And when I first get there, I'm kind of looking around, trying to find where's Cheryl. And I kind of catch just a quick glimpse of her with the mayor and other people kind of moving around. She had on a ball cap, and she looked kind of uh, dressed down for the occasion. But I didn't get a really close look at her. And so, a few minutes later, I'm standing there next to this woman, and I said, man, Cheryl is great. I think this is so cool to be able to be here and present her to the key to the city. And this woman said, oh, yeah, she's fantastic. And I said, I'm kind of surprised she's kind of dressed down today for, you know, this event. And she said, well, maybe she just wants to be comfortable. And I said, yeah, I guess so. And then I glanced down, and it was at that point I realized I was actually talking to Cheryl Crow at the time. It took a long time for me to live that one down. Cheryl's done an awful lot, by the way, for her hometown. I believe they have the Cheryl Crow Aquatic Center now in Kennett, Missouri. She helped finance, which is very, very cool. She's also done a lot of stuff for Kennett teachers and uh, librarians. 
I don't know the truth behind this, but there's been this rumor for a long time that Sheryl Crow dated Brad Pitt when they were both students at the University of Missouri. Now, I, I would love to know the truth behind that. There you go, Sheryl Crow getting the key to the city and me getting my foot in my mouth. What a day that was. Well, that's going to wrap up the show today. Again, our thoughts to everybody involved in this terrible tragedy in Fort Worth. We only hope for the best uh, over this next uh, 10, 12, 14 hours. We hope everything can get cleared up and hopefully no more fatalities from that terrible 100-car pileup. We also warn you again to get out and get everything you need before Snowmageddon hits this weekend. Well, that's going to wrap up the show today. Have yourself a great Thursday. We're back for the Friday show tomorrow. Jess, tell them how they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.